Hey everyone, welcome to the Reality Beats podcast. I'm your host, Laura Sophia. Hey everyone, so let's break down the latest episode of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. I have quite a bit to say. I also want to discuss a little bit of the um, most recent after show. So let's dive in and break down the latest Jersey drama. So um, the episode this week starts off with the ladies continuing their shenanigans in Ireland to celebrate Teresa's bachelorette party. And um, the ladies decide after dinner to go to a local pub and things start to get a little wild and crazy. Um, the ladies, oddly enough, Jackie Goldschneider decides, like, let's play a drinking game. Like, who can chug this beer faster? Or the fastest, I guess. Not faster. Lord, already starting off on a rocky road. But here we go. So, Jackie's like, let's play this game. It'll be fun. And they're chugging Guinness, which... I don't know if you've ever been to Ireland. I have. And um, the the beer is warm, like warmer. It's not exactly like freezing cold like here in America. So I can't imagine chugging like a dark beer that is like on the warmer side and like gross. And it's funny enough in Ireland, like me and my friends, of course, we like we're in our early 20s and we were like not about like warm beer so we were like oh let's just do shots of tequila in Ireland and in Ireland instead of giving you like lime wedges they give you orange slices with your tequila so anyway the ladies play this drinking game and we all know that um Jackie does not perform oral sex on her husband she doesn't like things slugging in her face but when she chugs this beer she gets slugged all over the face by the uh foam of the guinness and it's quite hilarious the pictures going around the internet it's like hilarious i bet evan's like shocked because he's never seen that (laughs) before but um it's pretty damn funny so the drinking games continue. Teresa really doesn't seem into it. She's like, I'm not a pub person. So like, she's like kind of over it. And while like the ladies decide to then get back on the sprinter van and they're going to head back to the castle and they're going to have an after party and party it up. They literally like five seconds into the sprinter van ride. They are like all passed out, snoring away. Totally lame, but whatever, like, you know, did we expect much more? I don't know that I did. I feel like the Jersey girls don't rally. Like, this would never have happened on, like, New York or Beverly Hills or, like, even, like, Miami. Like, those girls would have, like, rallied and been partying until, like, 3 a.m. I guess that is not the way the Jersey girls ride. So they were all in bed super early. Maybe they were jet lagged. Who knows? But the next day at breakfast, Melissa drops the bomb to Rachel Fuda that 
Danielle Cabral called her a rat. And so basically, like, Danielle, you know, we all know Danielle called Rachel a rat because Rachel went to Margaret with Danielle's arsenal comments, which Margaret was, like, super offended by. And, you know, at breakfast, Rachel confronts Danielle about it. And Danielle's like, yeah, I said it and I don't regret saying it. Like, it's true. You were a rat with what you did. Like, we were having a conversation you went to Margaret and told her that I said something that we both were talking about, that we both had a conversation about. You know, again, Danielle never said that she believed that Margaret had an arsenal at that point, but she was just repeating that this is what we were told, that Margaret has an arsenal. So, you know, Rachel has to go kiss Margaret's ass and tell her that. And so I can understand why Danielle is pissed off about it. And like, Thank God for generating because she like points out she's like, Margaret, you have a reputation for digging into people's past. Like, why are you so shocked or hurt by this arsenal comment? Like, it makes no sense. And I can tell at this point that Rachel and Danielle are never going to be friends. Like, I think they'll be cordial at some points, but they literally are not going to be friendly. Because that budding relationship that was growing between them as newbies, Rachel severed that the minute she went to Margaret with that comment. And I think Danielle does not trust Rachel at all. And I think she just thinks she's a snake. And again, she's a rat. And I just don't see them. If they continue on the franchise, like next season, I don't see them getting along. I think it's just going to get worse as the time goes on. But before... Sparks can fly and any like fireworks can happen. Dolores shuts it all down and she like tells everyone, let's go get ready for the day. Like I'm so sick that another meal has been ruined by petty drama. Like she's just over it. Dolores is so pissed off and I can't really blame her. Like can you have one meal without some type of confrontation? I mean, I know this is Real Housewives, but it's like you know, Dolores is planning all of these, like, nice meals and these activities and all. And it's just, like, you can't even be peaceful and coexist happily for five minutes. Um, when they finally get into the Sprinter van to go shopping, um, the ladies are all talking about relationships and cheating and all of that. And um, all of the women surprisingly agree, besides Teresa... That cheating isn't a deal breaker in their marriages. I find that very funny. Well, I know like Margaret obviously has cheated and like Bill cheated on Jennifer, you know. So I understand like them saying it because they like, well, I guess in Margaret's case, like infidelity was a deal breaker because she did end her marriage to Jan and then go marry Joe. So, um, and we know Jennifer and Bill upstayed together. They got past his infidelity, but... I'm so surprised that, like, cheating isn't a deal breaker for the rest of the ladies. Like, I would think in Jersey it would be such a deal breaker. It would be like, uh-uh, nope, done. But it's not. Teresa's the only one who's like, nope, I would totally, like, end a relationship if cheating was involved. So, um, you know, Teresa then kind of, she opens up, especially to Jen Fessler, who doesn't really know her very well. And she, like, explains that, like, 
you know, how she and her ex-husband Joe Judice got divorced. You know, Teresa says she like, I never saw myself getting divorced ever. Like, but after going to prison and then after she got out, Joe went to prison. And then while he was in jail, her mom got sick and wound up dying. And, you know, when her mom died, she kind of was done. But for the sake of her daughters, she, you know, kept, stayed in the marriage. And then finally, when Joe was deported after getting out of prison, she was just like, I'm going to go to Italy. I'm going to see him. I'm going to, you know, see how I feel. But she was done. She just said she knew, like, her marriage was over. And as much as she tried for her daughters and for their sake, she just, you know, lost those feelings of love for Joe. Side note, I'm going to apologize real quick if you can hear this, that someone is freaking mowing their lawn outside and literally every time I've tried to record a podcast today, some neighbor is mowing their lawn and I thought I had like worked around it, but no, another neighbor is mowing their godforsaken lawn. So we're just going to ignore that and I'm going to try to put music over it to make it less noticeable. Um... Rachel then like chimes in and I find this whole thing very suspect after the fact but Rachel jumps in and she's like Teresa are your kids and Melissa's kids close and I find it odd because Rachel is friends with Melissa why wouldn't Rachel ask that question to Melissa why does she ask it to Teresa it almost feels like Melissa and Rachel and maybe Margaret and Jackie had a little pact like hey we're gonna have Rachel ask this question you know to like then turn it all around and make Teresa look bad I don't know that's just what my gut tells me but Teresa explains she's like they were and as Teresa starts to talk she's like well you know you know that changed when Antonia didn't come to Melania's sweet 16. Melissa before Teresa can even finish her sentence Melissa cuts her cuts her off and is like are you gonna blame Antonia now like she like goes into her heart and like Teresa didn't even get to finish the statement like Melissa didn't even know what she was gonna say and Teresa's like I'm not blaming her like but Melania was hurt that you know, Antonia didn't go to her sweet 16 and like Melania had gone. Melania and all of the girls, the entire Judice family, besides Joe Judice, who isn't allowed in the United States, went to Antonia's sweet 16 party. But Melania was hurt that Antonia didn't go to hers. So Melissa is basically accusing Teresa of trying to blame everything on Antonia. And Teresa's like, that's not what I'm saying. But, you know, I guess Antonia had a cheerleading competition that day and she couldn't miss it. And Teresa's like, fine, I get that. But she could have come, like, to the party after the competition. Like, you know, she could have come for an hour for 15 minutes, just made an appearance. Like, that would have meant a lot to Melania. And Melissa basically is like, I'm not going to be the aunt that talks about my nieces. You can be that aunt, but I'm not going to be that aunt. And it's really hilarious because, like, as we've seen in previous episodes and on Melissa's podcast, she and Joe have done nothing but talk about their nieces. They said that, like, what, the Judice girls have, like, hate in their heart for her, that they put food on the Judice girls' table, they've called, like, Gia 
rude and disrespectful for standing up for their mother and their for standing up for her father like they've badmouthed them on the show in their confessional interviews and all of that and on Melissa's podcast but now Melissa's gonna say I'm not gonna be that aunt but honey you already are that aunt you and Joe are those aunt and uncles you're those people that talk poorly about your nieces and we all know that again parents and children are off limits in the real housewives universe but especially in Jersey kids are off limits parents are off limits but Melissa and Joe don't care about that unless it's about their own kids clearly so you know Melissa then goes on and she's basically like you know you're a terrible example of family closeness because if you really cared about a fa our family being close you wouldn't have excluded me from being part of your wedding but it's like Teresa did invite you to be part of her wedding and you turned it down you said you didn't want to you wouldn't go back and say yes so it's like you can't have it both ways like Teresa didn't initially ask you to be part of her wedding sure true statement but then she saw how hurt you were she decided to try to make it right and invite you to be part of her wedding and you said no you shot it down on the show let's roll the footage because it's there and in case you forgot do you have amnesia short-term memory loss that you forgot this already and you know the ladies then get to the shopping area and they kind of all like you know split off into their little groups and Teresa is like telling Dolores and stuff she's like I, I you know never was trying to say anything bad about Antonio Antonio Antonia and you know they're like yeah that we know that wasn't your intention but like you know Dolores is like kids just should be off limits like you just shouldn't say anything and you know Melissa is talking to Margaret and she's just like I don't believe Teresa at all like you know Melissa's like is Teresa gonna now start going after my kids and blaming them for things instead of blaming me and Joe like now she's gonna start going after the kids and that's how it's gonna be and you know she then takes a line from Teresa in previous seasons and says that she has to cut the cancer out of her life that she just needs to cut Teresa out cut the cancer out and we all know that Teresa in infamously used that line with Kathy Wakili and Rosie Pieri I don't know how to pronounce her last name but she used it with Kathy and Rosie like five seasons ago when she said I'm cutting you guys out of my life I'm cutting the cancer obviously Melissa is reusing that line interestingly enough um and I just think like I want to know why Rachel decided to be the shit starter and ask this question like and why again did she ask Teresa this question and not Melissa and it's just really really annoying and hypocritical and just baffling um I also want to touch at this point because it's really crazy to me that like in the past we've seen that like Melissa has shamed Teresa's family and her kids for not going to events if you remember during season three at the christening for Melissa and Joe's youngest son Joey they um Joe Judice didn't go to the church he said he has tummy issues and Gia didn't 
go to the church because she had a gymnastics competition. And Melissa infamously said, like, you know, this isn't what family does. Like, if I was Teresa, I would have pulled Gia from that, you know, competition and, you know, made her come because this is, you know, your little cousin's christening. And, you know, well, why isn't that the case for Antonia then? You know, why didn't Melissa pull Antonia out of that cheer competition and say, no, you're going to go to your cousin's sweet 16 party? It's like, come on. A, a sweet 16 party is much more important than a christening. Like, a little baby does not remember a christening. Like, Joey probably has no clue who was at his christening and who wasn't. I mean even though it all played out on national TV. So <laughs> I'm curious to know if you've ever watched that episode. It's really funny though to think about. Um, but I want to play this clip from the after show and then the throwback clip to season three of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. So let's play this and take a listen. If I held them accountable for every time they didn't show up to something, what am I trying to do? Make Teresa look bad? Like make the girls look bad for like as if they don't care about family? Like I don't get what I'd be trying to do by doing that. You know? Where's Gia? She's gonna come through I think that they could have pulled Gia out of whatever she had to do that day so she can come to her cousin's christening. And you know what? I can't stop at the fact that Joe Judas didn't come to the church. In my house, family comes first. I don't know what goes on in that house. So, a first, let's just note, why has Melissa's voice changed so much? Like, her voice is, like, totally different now that I'm, like, hearing those clips, like, side to side. It's crazy. But you have to laugh because, like, Teresa, Melissa is being such a hypocrite because it's, like, you have shamed Teresa and her kids before. And so now you're saying, like, what kind of family member would I be if I did that? Well, you did it, honey. So take a look in the mirror. But anyway, after shopping, the ladies head to lunch. And it's actually, like, the nicest meal the group has. You know, um, they asked Dolores about, like, you know, her and Polly getting engaged. And, like, you know... Dolores definitely thinks it's going to happen and, you know, they've, like, looked at rings and Dolores, you know, reveals that she is living with Polly full time, which is, like, so exciting for her and that's, like, so great and I really think they're an awesome couple. Um, I mean, Polly's house is freaking, like, to die for. It's so beautiful and I just love that he, like, not only loves Dolores because I thought that David loved Dolores like I think he really cared for Dolores and loved her but like Polly like gives Dolores not just his love but his time and like affection and like made space for Dolores in his life and like you know he is an active part of her life where David you know he spent time with Dolores but he didn't like really carve out a piece of his life for Dolores to fit into you know it was kind of like oh Dolores had to work around his life and like he squeezed her in when he could and I don't think that's what Dolores was looking for at the end of the day which is ultimately why their relationship didn't work but I love that 
Polly really has like made that space for Dolores in his life and they've kind of met they've meshed their lives together and they've really you know made that space and they take that time with each other and they they're both putting in the effort it's not just Dolores putting in the effort to like create this great relationship you know he's just as involved and I love that for her and I'm so so happy and I really hope they get married and engaged and like live happily ever after because I think that like Dolores deserves that after all of this time and I think Polly is just a really good guy from what we know so far so um Dolores you know says that she doesn't really want to have a big wedding like Teresa like she's like no 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 no, that's like not what I want at all and um but Teresa like she's like oddly enough like Louis the one that wants all of this like he really wanted to do the whole big traditional wedding and um Dolores says she would rather just elope, but, like, Polly wants to definitely have a wedding, you know, maybe not as big and as grand as Teresa's, but, you know, some kind of, like, little wedding, and, um, I think that would be so cute. It would be great to see them, like, get married on the show. I don't necessarily know that they would, but, like, it would be cute to see it. It would be nice. Like, I could totally see them having, like, a destination wedding, like, going to Ireland or to Italy or like you know some like tropical island and getting married like I could just totally see it it would be fun uh back at the castle then Melissa calls her husband Joe Gorga to give him the 411 on her drama that day with Teresa so um she basically tells Joe that Teresa brought their daughter into the drama which if you watch the episode you just know that isn't true Melissa is again embellishing um, Melissa says that she just doesn't feel like they belong at the wedding, you know, with the, how their relationship is going. And Joe claims that, you know, this is Teresa's goal, that she is doing all of this to push them so far that they decide not to go to the wedding and then they look bad for not going. However, my my belief is that and this is just my personal opinion I think that Joe and Melissa went into season 13 with zero intention of ever going to Melissa I mean ever going to Teresa and Louie's wedding they knew from the start of the season I think they knew after the reunion the season 12 reunion that they were not going to Teresa and Louie's wedding and that they were just going to play it out and pretend and they were going to build this storyline and this narrative that allowed them to create this version of events that made Teresa look really, really bad and then justified their decision not to go to the wedding. Um, you know, they have been carefully crafting their storyline all season to get to put the blame on Teresa again and again and to make her the bad guy so that they look so justified in their decision to eventually skip the wedding and I mean it's kind of crazy because you see like um I don't know if I've ever talked about it on here but if you go to allabouttrh.com or I think on the podcast all about trh podcast they talked about how the you know Teresa has like texted Melissa about like is she coming to like the um like rehearsal dinner and like the day after like wedding brunch and all of that and Melissa's like no like we just carved out time to go to the wedding like we didn't put any of that other stuff into the schedule and like Teresa's clearly hurt by that because it's like 
if you want to be involved in our life and you want to be involved in our wedding and like your family like you should be part of that like it shouldn't just be like oh we're going to the wedding and that's it and I just think this is just the Gorgos building their storyline you know this is another narrative that they're gonna spin to try to make Teresa look like the bad guy and I just can't like I can't stand it it's really really frustrating to just like watch this same scenario play out and play out and play out and it's like come on like let's like, I don't know how everyone doesn't see through it, but I don't know. Maybe I am biased. I don't know. <laughs> um, so the ladies then head to dinner. And at first the conversation is jovial and it's happy and it's, they're talking about boobs and breast implants and it's such a nice break from the drama but then things just slowly turn sour um, because Rachel has to bring up the fact that Danielle called her a rat yet again. And I love Danielle because she owns what she says and she doesn't back down, you know, and I love that she stands right up to Rachel and she doesn't let Rachel, pu Rachel push her around. And I feel like the whole conversation came up out of nowhere. It was so weird. But, um, you know, Rachel is like, I'm just having Margaret's back. And like, Danielle, you're so influenced by what others think about Margaret. And they're in this like really nice little restaurant and there's a ton of people around and Rachel's voice just keeps getting louder and louder and louder. And it's like, I had secondhand embarrassment watching it because I'm just like, oh my God, if I was sitting at that table, I would be fucking mortified right now. I would be so embarrassed that like these people are looking at us because we are like the loud, obnoxious Americans. Like, oh, we're the loud, obnoxious Americans who don't know how to like use our inner voices and have an adult conversation without yelling. Like, oh my God, I would be so embarrassing. I would be so embarrassed. Like, Oh my god, those people in that restaurant must have thought these ladies were freaking crazy. And I know Dolores was literally cringing. Like, I could just tell. And, you know, Danielle fires back and she's like, I wasn't judging Margaret about the arsenal accusation. But I was just keeping a mental note of the claim. And I was just talking to you that, hey, I was keeping this in the back of my head. That if it ever did come up or something did come up where I felt Margaret was pulling something out of her arsenal, I would know that, oh yeah, I was forewarned about this. You know, um, everyone just then starts to scream at the table because like Margaret jumps in and then like, you know, it's just yelling back and forth and it, it, it's just like Jennifer Aiden jumps in and, you know, Margaret and Jennifer then start going back and forth and but thankfully like their squabble ends semi-peacefully like it doesn't it doesn't last very long margaret actually apologizes for calling jen a like delusional drug addict which she should apologize for because jen is far from a drug addict because she smokes a little pot come on it is legal in new jersey so like she's perfectly legal and smoking a little pot if she wants to um Jen accepts the apology, but she then calls Marge a booga wolf, which 
no one knew what the hell that meant and I honestly had no idea what it meant and apparently like it's an old school term for like someone ugly um but like that like an ugly nasty person so I don't know there's other definitions that are like more slang they're like an ugly female a busted club chick like I don't know I feel like this had to be a word that like Jen got from her kids like a booger wolf like it feels like such a a childish like word that I feel like it had to be like her kids probably had to say it and she just like was like I'm gonna use that word because it describes Margaret and like it's really really funny actually um but everyone at the table was like what the hell is a booger wolf like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> And they literally had to look it up. So it's funny. But the drama finally dies down. Dolores escorts all of the ladies out of the restaurant before any more fights can start. And so the episode ends at that point. Um, on the after show, the drama about the rat comment continues. Um, you know, it's really funny because you know, the, the back and forth about the rat and, you know, Danielle just con continues to own, you know, that she said it and she's not apologizing for it. Rachel kind of makes fun of it and says, I'm Rachel the rat, you know, and they make little rat noises and it's like, but it's funny, Jennifer Aiden puts a lot of the blame for the whole rat drama on Melissa because she's like, Melissa's a town crier. Like she has to tell everyone what's going on. She has to tell everyone what is said behind their backs and like you know the flashback scenes come up and it's like Melissa told Danielle that Jackie Goldschneider called her shorts ugly and said they look like she pulled them out of the hamper which created drama between Jackie and Danielle which honestly is so stupid it's almost as stupid as Danielle's brother um having a fallout with her over freaking Instagram like it's just as dumb and delusional but okay and then Melissa obviously told Rachel that Danielle called her a rat. And um, it, it's just like, you know, that, you know, Melissa, Marge, Rachel now, Jackie, they just work so hard at stirring that pot. Just stir it, stir it, stir it, stir that pot, create that drama. Um, and in all honesty... I'm kind of glad they they have created the drama because even though if it's over stupid shit like this it's just the Ireland trip has been kind of boring so far um I think it's like one of the most boring trips that the New Jersey cast has ever gone on and I thought oh my god they're finally getting like a European vacation like you know I think I mean they went to Italy before but like they really Jersey usually takes like the shittiest cast trips like they usually get like the you know shit end of the stick when it comes to cash trips and they finally are getting a good one and it's like not nothing fun is really happening like I don't know so but so thankfully we did have this little bit of like rat drama and all of that because it, it, it kept things going you know um so there the rest of the cast has really different opinions on the whole rat drama or rat name calling um you know, Jackie's like, you know, I don't call people rats. She's from a different part of Staten Island than me. It's like a mafiosa term. And I'm like, oh my God. 
like but Dolores kind of agrees she's like that's a really bad name and like that's a major dig at someone's character like it's really serious to call someone a rat around here and um if you've ever watched the episode an episode of the Sopranos then you probably know or if you've seen the Godfather or I think there's a few other mob movies out there but the Sopranos is probably the best example because it actually takes place in New Jersey so and and look Jen Fessler fucked Tony Soprano so I mean it's like a, a huge circle um and uh but Teresa doesn't agree she's like you know what if the shoe fits the shoe fits like you know Rachel is a rat so Danielle was justified in calling her that and you know and obviously Margaret is team Rachel and she just you know doesn't really like get Danielle and she's still pissed that Danielle was gossiping about her and Rachel on the other hand just thinks that Danielle is a dog without a bone or dog with a bone and she doesn't feel like their fights are productive and she's like I've apologized numerous times I don't know what else to say or do like she's like I don't want to have problems you know I'm not trying to sabotage any relationships you know um but she wants Danielle to basically like stop talking about her she wants Danielle to like just like you can hate me but just leave me alone like I don't want any of this drama but I'm like Rachel you created all of this like you can't I feel like she's just pulling a typical like Melissa Gorga move or like you know Margaret like oh let's create the drama ruffle the feathers and then we just walk away and like step back but um there's still a ton of other drama going on in Jersey right now so like if you watched last week's um last week's after show Danielle made some really surprising claims about Melissa and I was kind of surprised, but not surprised. So, like, Danielle basically accused Melissa of, like, taking an outfit from the pop-up shop she had at Envy. So, if you don't know, Melissa owns Envy. Danielle has a, a woman's and a kid's clothing boutique, like, online. And so, she held a pop-up shop at Melissa's store. Danielle claims that Melissa took an item and never paid for it. And she was really shocked because, like, Danielle invited all of her friends to the store and, like, her friends spent thousands of dollars at Melissa's store. And, you know, Danielle knows that if she ever confronts Melissa about it, Melissa's going to be like, well, I was the one that helped you. Like, you know, I, you know, had this pop-up event for you. Like, I was doing you a favor. This is the least you could do for me was, like, give me a free outfit. And, like, um, Danielle's just like, but that's not, like the case like she's like Melissa made a lot of money off my friends that day like you know she's like while I was grateful for like the pop-up event you know it wasn't necessarily a favor because you did get a lot of sales from that event and she's like I didn't get any sales from you promoting me it was the other way around really and you know Danielle she says that like Danielle says my one friend spent like 700 bucks at the store and like you know I just think that like the I don't know what to say but it's basically like Melissa was basically like I don't do this for anyone like I did you a favor you know favors go two ways in this situation so like I did this pop event for you the least you could do is give me an outfit 
but Danielle sticks to her guns and she's like, no, like Melissa benefited more from that pop event than I did. And Melissa, but Melissa doesn't remember if like Danielle gave her anything or if she purchased anything. And she's like, you know, Danielle gifted me something, I think, but I can't remember. And Rachel Fuda, of course, is like, oh no, you bought it. And Rachel like goes into this detail. She's like, it was a three piece gift. And like, I have a good memory. It was like 25 bucks. I think she charged you. And Melissa's like, okay like she doesn't even remember but Rachel remembers everything and she's like oh no you called me and told me like I have a really good memory and it's like I don't know something didn't smell right in that whole conversation it just seemed off but like in a clip shown during the after show they show like Melissa looking at this like really I don't know tacky ugly top and like I love sequins it was a sequin top but it was not cute but whatever I guess that's like to each their own but um yeah and so I just I think that I don't know I tend to believe Danielle in this instance but like I don't know maybe Melissa thought Danielle said oh here take this like you can have this or like oh look I thought you would like this and Melissa thought oh it's a gift like I thank you Maybe it was just a miscommunication. I don't know. But I'm sure they'll work it out at the reunion tomorrow. And they will settle it or not settle it. And the funny thing is that I feel like while filming, Melissa and Danielle have gotten along really great. And so I'm so curious to see what happens that now they don't seem to like each other at all. So I'm assuming it has to do with the finale episode when Danielle tells Melissa what Margaret's friend said, like that she cheated on Joe. Um, I'm assuming it has to do something with that, that like Melissa's pissed about that, that she brought that up on camera. I don't know, but the drama in Jersey is just crazy 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 and I am really looking forward to this upcoming reunion and I'm curious to see how the rest of the season plays out I'm hoping we're done with Ireland like are they going home next week I'm hoping that's the case I don't know I feel like there's not much more they can pull out of Ireland but perhaps I'm wrong um yeah I just need I need some like I need some changes to come to Jersey coming forward I'm looking forward to the end of this season I'm looking forward to the reunion but I need some changes I need Jersey to take a couple months off I need these housewives to regroup I need them to make some casting changes add some new blood into the mix really think about next season and really do some work because I can't go through another season of you know Margaret and Jennifer fighting I can't go through another season of Teresa and Melissa fighting um I enjoyed this episode but like it's just the same drama on repeat at this point and I I really can't like take it anymore and I feel like a lot of fans are feeling that way because I'm seeing it all over social media people are like okay enough like I'm so sick of this storyline it's just played out and played out um when it comes to the drama on the show this is where I stand right now I'm definitely on Teresa's side when it comes to the drama with her and Melissa 
I think Rachel's totally a rat and I'm definitely team Danielle. Um, Margaret totally has an arsenal and I think she proved that on Tuesday's Watch What Happened Live, Watch What Happens Live, when she basically said that like she admitted that she had stuff on Louie that she's never talked about on the show. So, and I am bored of the Melissa and Teresa drama. And I'm bored of the Marge and Jennifer feud. Um, I just feel like it's the same old shit every episode. And, like, you have these groups fighting or these, like, duos fighting. And then you have people caught in the middle. And it's like, how many times can we go around on this merry-go-round? It's just exhausting at this point. And, like I said, I really hope Bravo take some time with the Jersey franchise and really, you know, maybe, I don't want to see the franchise put on pause, obviously, but I'd like a couple of months because we're, the, the reunion is going to air in May. And so if you think about that, May, late May, early June is when Real Housewives of New Jersey usually starts filming. And so they film like may to like august usually and it's gonna be like another season 12 into season 13 where they're the reunion is airing and they are starting to pick up filming days later or weeks later and i just i don't think fans can go through another a season of that i think viewership is gonna decline if bravo stays on this hamster wheel at this point something needs to change in jersey and, and I don't necessarily know, like, does that mean Joe and Melissa get fired? Does that mean they get demoted? Does that mean they keep the cast as is, but they maybe like make Jen Fessler a full-time housewife and add some other housewives into the mix? Do they bring back Danielle Staub? Do they bring Kathy Wakili back? Do they add brand new housewives that we don't even know anything about to the mix? I don't know. But something has to change. Something has to be switched up within this cast. Do other cast members get fired? Does Marge go away? Does, I don't know, you know, whatever. But they have to change something. They're not going to get rid of Teresa. Like, there's that's just not going to happen. We know that. Like, she's the OG. They're not going to get rid of the OG when there's no one else left in the cast that is an OG. I just don't see them getting rid of her because it's not like Teresa's storyline has ever become stale where she's not bringing new things like to the show that are legitimate in her life. Like Vicky Gunvalson was demoted and then fired because she stopped bringing any storyline to the show. We, 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 there was nothing more we could get from Vicky at that point in time. Or Teresa still has new things going on in her life that she can bring onto the show. But the drama with Teresa, Joe, and Melissa has to end. There has to be some type of, I mean, I don't know if they can coexist on the show without fighting, but something needs to happen when it comes to that, you know, triangle. It just has to, they either have to coexist on the show and not have their drama or someone needs to go and it's going to be Joe and Melissa probably. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if 
they maybe got demoted for next season and we saw you know the dynamics change on the show because I really wonder if Joe and Melissa were out of the picture what would that do for Margaret for Jackie for Rachel's relationship with Teresa and the rest of the cast it's interesting we don't know but I just really hope that Bravo and Andy take the time and you know we've had summers in Jersey for I think since like season five or six at this point it's been summers in Jersey oh no I think season six was winter because it was like they had gone to Florida and stuff but season five was summer um I think season four was summer too um and then average three seasons since season six or seven I think has or seven has been summer so I'd really like maybe Bravo to hold off on filming season 14 of Jersey until the fall and let us spend the fall and the holiday season in Jersey it would just give the show a little fresh perspective a little change of scenery. Um, I mean, Jersey summers are epic. I live in New Jersey. I love a Jersey summer. It's wonderful. Like the shore is the best place to be in the summer, but Jersey is also really great at the holiday season um, and in the fall and the weather is beautiful and it's just perfect. And I would love to see that. Um, for the cast I'd love a change of scenery and I think it would do the ladies well to have a little bit of time off to live their lives away from the camera to hopefully you know have really good things happening in their lives that you know can be wonderful storylines for the next season so hopefully Bravo will take their time with the next season of New Jersey but I guess we will have to wait and see how it all plays out but thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Um, make sure to rate, comment, like, and subscribe to the podcast. We're available on um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and give us a follow on Instagram at Reality Deets. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you later. Bye.